0: Hello and welcome to episode number 235 of the Armand Show podcast. We are in the place to be. I'm here with none other than who?
1: Hi, I'm Kai Boyer. I'm a master trainer out of Irvine, California. Thank you for having me on the show today.
0: Glad to. You are a fitness coach. I want to point out, I've had a leadership coach on last episode. I've had a life coach on previously and once a spiritual coach, but no fitness coaches. The first thing that came to mind was, how early in life did you realize, wait a minute, this is my category, exercise, fitness, this is what... I fit with?
1: Um, I had always been an athlete, so I had always worked out a lot, really maintained a healthy lifestyle. Um, after I got injured playing college sports, I started rehabbing myself and then really working on my injuries, and that's when I realized I could help other people mm-hmm. um, through physical rehabilitation, through fitness, through sports sports medicine, um, and that's where I really started my journey here.
0: That's cool. We are in Irvine, California, a cool place to be. What is one thing people should know about Irvine, California in the first place?
1: Ooh, um... Irvine has a, you know a lot of diversity. Um, it's a great city to live in. it's the safest city in America. I didn't know um, that. It is. Um, so that's one of the fun facts about Irvine.
0: Nobody will steal our microphones during this interview.
1: No one will. I promise you that.
0: That's great. What When you first started doing fitness coaching, what was the first thing you had to adjust to or figure out that was like confusing? I think
1: really learning each person's body and being able to see how far I can push them, mm-hmm. um, being able to see how I can best connect with them and really lead them on their journey was one of the hardest things and also one of the most important things to be able to um, really coach people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, did you build up clients one by one by having people tell one another how did you start building up a client base and if you could also closer? Yes.
1: Um, I had started my journey at LA Fitness, actually that one right there, um, as a master trainer. And um, I built my clientele base from there and just word of mouth, referrals. Um, I did a lot of marketing. Um, I just, you know, I really, you know, hit the sidewalks the first couple of years and try to bring in as many people as I could and get my name out there.
0: That's cool. I like hitting the sidewalks. Long live Los Angeles and their sidewalks over there. What are some of the main issues people have in the fitness category that you attack?
1: Um, really, one of the main things is what people eat, As being able to change their diet, make them more conscious of what they're putting in their body, um, and really even the alcohol they're putting in their body is one of the biggest things, is people don't understand you know, how much trans fat and how much um, you know, sodium or sugar, you know, what's in everything that they eat and they drink.
0: hmm Did you always have good nutrition the whole time from when you were zero?
1: No, I didn't. And definitely in college, I did not eat and drink the right things. Um, no. No. So that What actually... were these things you
0: were eating? What were some of these not good things? <laughs> I
1: ate a lot of donuts. I A did. bunch of donuts. I ate donuts. I ate Oreos. It, was not, it wasn't a good time. And it wasn't, um, you know, I was an athlete, so I played six hours of tennis a day. I thought I could eat anything. And unfortunately, you can't. It didn't you work? work out. You cannot work a bad diet.
0: Really? Even with six hours of tennis, you couldn't eat a bunch of donuts and be fine?
1: It doesn't help.
0: I guess that makes sense. It has to be like the right...
1: You still have to eat the right things.
0: What do you currently eat? What is an average diet for you right now? Um, And should regular people eat that diet as well?
1: I mean, everyone's different. Um, I really try to work with my clients on building a healthy diet. You know, if they're vegan, if they're kosher, whatever they may be. Um, I eat all types of fish and meat. Um, So, usually, I'll start my morning off with some oatmeal. Um, For lunch, I'll have, like, salmon or tuna fish. And then, for dinner, usually, like, chicken or beef. Um, So, a lot of protein, a lot of complex carbs and your veggies.
0: Hmm. Is that sort of like, I've noticed, is it every day the same exact thing? Is any variety needed or not really?
1: Um, I try to really mix it up. Um, Usually I'll eat the same thing about twice a week. um, But I try to have a lot of variation throughout the days in what I meal prep in.
2: Mm.
0: I remember one time I saw a YouTube video of somebody making like 90, not 90, but let's say 30 meals in a row at the same time. And then boom, that was the next 30 meals for the whole week. It seemed a little bit lacking variation.
1: It definitely gets boring if you're, you know, you're eating chicken and rice every, you know, every single day. So that's why I try to mix in salmon. I try to mix in um, tuna, chicken, steak, beef. So just try to keep it interesting. Um, Also, especially with the complex carbs, trying, you know, different things every week and just try to really push the boundaries um, and see what's out, you know, what new is out there.
0: Mm -hmm. Of your current clients, what diet issues have you resolved in them?
1: Um, really, just usually cutting out al- alcohol is the biggest like change oh. and the hardest part for them. Um, but especially in women, like you lose so much weight as soon as you stop drinking that that's usually one of the biggest changes I'll make for my clients.
0: What percentage of your clients are women?
1: Ooh, um, probably close to ninety percent.
0: Ninety percent. Yeah,
1: I'm a female. We're pretty female based.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it structured? Can other people? Do you, have, do you run classes? How does it work? Do you meet with them one on one? Is there ever two on one? What's the setup there?
1: So we have a lot of different options. There's both myself and I have other trainers that work for me. Um, We offer private sessions both in-home, in-office, and at our training facility. Um, And we also do group training, which is like two to three clients that train together. Um, So we offer a range of services.
0: That's pretty cool. People like some sort of variety. What do you think about people who take classes at gyms? Is it like... Motivating, basically having someone say, yo, you got to do this. What's the main draw of classes at gyms in your mind?
1: Um, A lot of it really is kind of the social aspect, especially for women, getting to know the other women there, knowing who they're going to run into at the gym. Um, And that's one of the kind of the cool things about my program is so many of my girls become friends and they create that companionship. Um, So I think that's really special because it helps to motivate each other. It keeps each other more accountable. Um, So I think there's a lot of benefits to having more of that kind of group environment.
0: Yeah. The social aspect is a nice thing. Everybody gets happier. I'm part of a group. What is, like in the past year, this is always good to check, your own goals that you've had for fitness. Do you set them? Do you meet them? Where are you at for your own fitness?
1: Um that's a tough question. I I only ask
0: tough questions. That's all I know. <laughs> um
1: you know, obviously, you know, we do a lot of photo shoots, we do video shoots and I'm very critical of my body. Um and you know, each one to the next, you know, sometimes I'll notice, you know, I got a better cut one time than the next or um you know, I felt like, you know, my body didn't come out as good during that cut as I would have liked. Um so it's still really a really learning experience and seeing, you know, how my body changes and transforms.
0: Mm. Is it more for looks? Uh, Like power movements or like flexibility?
1: It's kind of a combination of everything. Mm Because if you try to go out there and lift heavy and power lift without being flexible, Mm -hmm. you're going to tear something. Yes. Um, But also you have to kind of have, you know, I don't teach a whole lot of power lifting, um, but we'll do some heavy lifting. But mainly we focus more on toning, shaping, um, you know, leaning out, especially for female clients. We're not looking to bulk up. We're not looking to build a whole lot of muscle. Mm
2: -hmm. Nothing like that.
0: That's pretty cool. At what exact age were you like, I really like this exercise stuff in school or wherever? Um, Where was it I you was were like, 18. I'm different from the person next to me?
1: I was 18 um, when I got my personal training certification, and I've been doing this six years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it stuck with me.
0: When you were like, let's say, nine, did you feel like I liked some sort of activity more than the other person, or could you not sense that at that time?
1: Um, because I was playing tennis. I, was playing, I played college tennis. I played international and professional tennis that... I, you know, I never went to school, um, you know, I was homeschooled K through 11, so it was kind of different, it was a different upbringing, and that's, you know, where I really realized that, you know, I was kind of different than the kids around me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, also take us through uh, your path, maybe your schooling, and how you got to current.
1: Um, so, I was homeschooled uh, K through 11 for my tennis career, because I was traveling, um, went to all different tournaments, I was sponsored. What is homeschooling like? it was awesome it was a great experience um, because you're more self-paced you're more independent you're able to kind of really focus on things that you enjoy um, it's a little bit more of um, yeah I mean you're just you're really independent um, I went to high school my senior year and then I went to college at UCSB where I played on the tennis team
0: I also went to UCSB inside information no big deal oh you did I didn't yeah know yeah that. we competed we beat you guys no I'm kidding I didn't play tennis oh. but I did go to UCSB did you? Fun. yeah yeah That's I went fantastic. there 2000, until 2009, somewhere around there. Great school. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. You played tennis there, you said? I did. Okay. How did that go? Uh,
1: I ended up getting injured, and after that, I stopped playing tennis, um, and I moved back to Irvine, and I completed my degree at UC Irvine, um, and that's when I really built my personal training business while I was still in college. Um, so that was, yeah, that was definitely a different experience, because I wasn't like the other kids around me.
0: Are you able to play tennis now? Is the injury still there?
1: Um I haven't played in a number of years. Okay. So
0: fair. Sometimes yeah. things go
1: Yeah, I don't miss it. Right. I don't miss it.
0: Mm. And that Pat, and then you got your training and you've been doing it since then. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Tennis, have you played any other sports other than tennis?
1: Not competitively. Um you know I play, you know, different sports here or there, a little golf and you know different sports, but nothing competitively.
0: No. All right, now here's a challenge question here. Let's say somebody, I'm gonna like mention different workouts. What would this person add to their workout? This is a test of a fitness coach, okay? Somebody does, I'm just gonna mention eight of them. Okay, like bicep curls, pull-ups, bench press, or just vertical press, uh, this thing, that thing, and then those main ones. Okay, what does that person add to their upper body? Boom. Um,
1: well, you didn't do any shoulders in your workout, so you oh. need a little shoulders there. You need little triceps with that.
0: How important are shoulders and/or triceps?
1: It really depends on the look you're, you know, you're going for. Especially for a man to have broad shoulders, kind of really like fills out your shirts. It really helps like broaden, you know, your kind of your V taper. So I think shoulders are an important part.
0: Right. Now for the lower body, let's say somebody is doing leg press, uh, leg lifts. I'm not saying these are expert things. Those two, and then uh, squats, what would they add to their leg exercises? Deadlifts. Deadlifts.
1: Deadlifts, so you need that posterior chain work. So leg press, leg extension, squats are all an anterior movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so you definitely wanna work on that posterior chain, which is gonna be your hamstrings, your glutes, and your low back. So that's gonna be your deadlifts, that's gonna be your back extensions, um, anything like that. You also probably wanna mix in some lunges in there.
0: Mm-hmm. That's cool. Have you competed in some competitions of some form, as um, you describe?
1: No, I haven't. Um, not yet.
0: What would you compete in if you competed? In some? I
1: would probably do a bikini competition, do something you know on the smaller side. I'm not looking to a lot of the girls get into these big like physique or figure um, categories. I'm not looking to do anything like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What has been the best way to grow your fitness coaching? Is it word of mouth or is it being on this podcast, Joe? Okay could be who knows or is it what has been a way that has developed
1: I don't think you know I can credit one thing or another Mm -hmm. Um, you have to really have all the avenues that's why you know you have to constantly be doing content creation for Instagram for Facebook for YouTube Um, a lot of it is word-of-mouth you know for what you pay in ad spend to be able to market and be able to bring in enough leads Mm -hmm. for what you can get in referrals. And especially when your clients who have seen incredible results are going out there and telling their friends or family, whoever it is, hey, look at how much my body's changed. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, usually people see it too. And that's that's usually the biggest part is they're sold before they even come in.
0: Right. Don't try to sell the unsellable. Work with the people who are already on your team. I've talked about that in different concepts before. It's a nice feature. If somebody's working with you, that's the best thing you can have. If somebody's not working with you, onward, boom. There's people that are working with you. Speaking of people that are working with you, classic segue. I got to throw this in there. You are getting connected with an individual, a.k.a. marriage. Are you looking forward to that? I'm very excited for that. Yeah. 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 Tell us some about that. How did you meet said individual? And what is the exciting part of this? What are you looking forward to? When are you looking forward to that?
1: Um, We just locked down our venue this weekend. And, um, you know, we bought our first house last year. Um, So just really looking forward to officially tying the knot and uh, being husband and wife.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: What kind of personality characteristics mesh between you two?
1: Um, I don't know. We're, defi- we're definitely a good balance. Um, so, I don't know. I-
0: There's some fill-in gap. It's <laughs> kind of a nice feature. Sometimes one person fills in some things for the other person.
1: Yeah, we, we definitely balance each other out. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Nice. Balance is good. If it's too similar, that would never happen. Then it would just be too similar and it would be kind of like a repelled force. It's like magnets.
1: Yeah. You don't want to date yourself.
0: No. That doesn't even make sense. Pretty good. Now, I want to go in some, as far as specific, because you have a sense of like the science behind the body and the physiology. What are some of the key parts of the body people don't focus on? What's the issue that can develop over time if they don't focus on it?
1: Um, A lot of people don't like to stretch. I think that's the biggest thing is that people want to work out or they'll jump right into working out without warming up or without stretching, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where they really get injured. They'll injure their back. They'll injure their hamstrings. Um, There's a lot of different injuries that occur if you don't warm up and cool down properly.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. How long of a stretching session should somebody do?
1: Um, Usually I like my clients to come in at least 10 minutes early to warm up. You know, basically you want to break a sweat before you work out. Um, And then really just stretching, you know, four to five minutes before you start.
2: Mm.
0: Speaking of stretching, the back and the lower back, uh, have you seen anybody with like issues with that part of their body and what can be done to assist that?
1: Really we focus on stabilizing the spine so we work on strengthening their obliques, strengthening their low back muscles, their lats, all the muscles around it Um, and that really helps to reduce their back pain, be able to sleep better, stand better, sit better, all Mm. of those things.
0: Have you seen anybody with or is it possible that someone with a spine that's out of alignment Uh, Strengthening the muscles around it Pulls it back into alignment Or is that not a thing?
1: Um, It depends if it's something You know, a lot of women come in If they carry their baby on one side um, They'll get curvature in their spine Um, But if it's something like scoliosis Or something that, you know They're kind of born with There's not much we can do with that
0: Oh, I see That makes sense I used to do yoga And you can't If you can't really touch your toes and stuff Yoga's not the same Everybody else is having an easier time And it's like a challenge of sorts But still worth trying have you done yoga? Do you like it? Or is it like, nah?
1: Um, I've tried it. I've, you know, I'm going to yoga class actually tonight, but not oh, cool. something, um, you know, I do a whole lot of, but yeah, it's definitely interesting. It's different from what I do. I love to kind of venture out into different um, kind of segues that are similar to what I do um, and just try and learn new things and, you know, pick up a few new moves.
0: Have you connected with any other categories? I don't know. Cryotherapy does that connect in any way? Um, yeah, or so actually at the juicy? facility
1: I'm at, we have pretty much every like health and wellness service under the sun. So mm-hmm. we do have cryotherapy, we have physical therapy, massage therapy, um, literally everything you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty well connected, and that's one of the big reasons we can help clients in a lot of different ways uh, because we have so many people that are experts in different areas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What would you say your main area of expertise is? How would you describe that? it? since you apart from other. I think
1: really um, my athletic training, because I have the tennis background, I'm able to help athletes with more athletic movements, um, you know, tennis specific, golf specific, um, you know, whatever sport they're looking to improve kind of their skills and abilities for um, versus just a personal training that strictly does like weight loss or strength training.
0: Mm. What are the biggest issues that tennis players and golf players have with their body to correct?
1: usually flexibility so tightness in the hamstrings or tightness in the it band um really restricts our movement the band it band it band yes um where's that that runs up the side of your quad oh, okay so this painful little guy here yeah yeah um so that's usually a big one mm. that's tough for people
0: oh uh, have you has anybody come to you with like they pulled a muscle or something heavily injured and then they came to you
1: yes i've worked with a lot of clients um after surgeries i'm working with a patient right now after a major stroke um so there's i've worked with you know hundreds of clients so we've kind of seen it all at this point
2: Mm -hmm.
0: what's one thing that would assist you do you have any like mentors that you look at or people that you're like "Hmm, i'd like to have an operation sort of like that
1: there's a lot of people that I admire different parts of their program um, and, you know, love to see what they're doing and how they're innovating. Um, there isn't necessarily one person that I strictly align with, um, mm-hmm. but I love to see kind of, all you know, the people around me that are growing, succeeding, and really what they're doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you recommend that a person works out, let's say, two times a week and then maybe swims two times a week? If someone was working out and or swimming and they wanted to have a just – solid physique, but doesn't get much bigger. Would you tell them to work out more, swim more, swim less? What would be your suggestion as far as workouts and swims?
1: So usually kind of my suggestion is to work out four days a week, at least, at least, at least most of my clients see me too for strength training. Um, and then they have to do another two days on their own. So whether it's a Zumba class, whether it's spin class, whether it's going for a swim, um, I'm happy with any of those options as long as you're active, you're you know getting your body moving. Um, so that's something that I try to really help my clients in building that routine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then if that same client wanted to increase their muscle strength, then how many of those workouts should be weight based?
1: Then we probably do like three days of strength at least. Um, but really, for building muscle too, it's a lot of the diet. It's eating enough protein um, and really like putting enough in your body all the time so that you're not in a calorie deficit.
0: Mm. Is it a bad idea to eat a bunch of protein, like just an obscene amount before working out? Yes. Yeah. Um, what's the negative there?
1: <laughs> because protein isn't going to help you before you work out. Yeah. Protein's meant for after you work out is to help rebuild and recover your muscles.
0: So it'll be useless before a workout?
1: It's pretty useless before a workout. Before a workout huh. you want to have a complex carb. But complex carbs it's going to give you energy. It's going to give you fuel. It's going to that's what's going to really get you through that workout.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that a banana by the way? That's like- not a
1: banana. That's a fruit.
0: Oh, okay. Like a pear? What's the best complex carb you would eat before a workout?
1: Um, Usually like a brown rice cake. Usually I'll have like a brown rice cake with um, like a little bit of peanut butter or a little bit of jam or something like that. So you have a little bit of sugar um, and complex carbs.
0: Huh. So if you were going to eat eggs, you would eat them after a workout for example? Yes. Inside information that people would want to know. Picked up something new. Could be me. Could be somebody else. Now I'm going to turn this around because I always like to flip it out of nowhere with no segue. What is one question you have for the interviewer at this moment? Boom, flipped.
1: How did you, how did you segue through all these questions?
0: They come to my mind. I'm, that's, boom. that's a
1: good question.
0: Yours is a good question. I know. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know the
1: answer because you just flew through all of that.
0: Well, yes. Uh, there's a lot I think about. This is a the thing. There's a reason, um, you know, not to build myself in my form, but that I might have a show and some might not. I have a lot of thoughts and ideas and concepts. And some individuals might have not as many ideas and concepts. You
1: have a lot of thoughts and ideas. I see them.
0: Bunches. I'm holding back, frankly. There's like, So that is the main reason. It's really good if you have it. That's why I, uh, early on, glad you asked that, early on in my episodes, I would include individuals that might not have so much to say, but it would be kind of interesting. But later I switched to people who are like, They have something to say. They put out a book or this is their thing and they want to mention something because it's a nice fit and those are my individuals. And then maybe the individual who's like, I don't know what I'd say. Maybe they should not be on some sort of show, you know? I agree. And then also I like uh, non-contextual segues. I like non-contextual in general because I don't like everything to be so weighted. Life is kind of light.
1: You You like sporadic. Yeah. Okay.
0: And like light nature. Tomorrow I get hit by a, you know, a helicopter smushes me, right? Until then, I was rolling. But if I have a heavy weight, it looks weird after you get smushed by a helicopter. Because then it's like, why did you take things so seriously? You just got smushed by a helicopter. It makes sense after, so I have to wait until I get smushed by a helicopter. And people, are like, oh, he, he was, he was wise. Let's maybe
1: not wait for that. Say again. Let's maybe not wait for that.
0: Right. We don't. Good point. We want things to. Right. We can see things beforehand. Sometimes people, there's like books where like person had a heart attack before they realize like, oh, I should have tried these things. Maybe do those things before the heart attack. It's like a, that's like a life. Speaking of which, where, what books do you read? What insights do you go towards? Do you read books? Um, Do you follow any people that have insightful messages? Or what do you direct yourself towards in that category?
1: I just read, I mean, I've read a lot of like motivational books. A lot of like books for like entrepreneurs, uh, mainly like more so fitness entrepreneurs. Um, You know, how to grow, scale, kind of expand your business, your influence, all of those type of things. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, anything like Tim Ferriss or Tony Robbins or Gary Vaynerchuk or? Graham? I do like Gary yeah. Vaynerchuk. Yeah. He's a good uh, business individual. Do you check his stuff? Do you follow kind of his guidelines?
1: I've seen a lot of his stuff. Um, there isn't necessarily one person in particular that I follow. But yeah, I do yeah. like a lot of Gary V stuff.
0: Yeah. It's nice to see he has messages. You know, he can't wait to put stuff out, so it makes sense. And some people, if they don't have so much, that's okay. They might rather have an IPA at happy hour. And that's a different way to express oneself. Oh, speaking of which, what is the way you found early on? Does the way you uh, take in information? Is it do you like mostly video, audio, text, or in person?
1: I'm a very visual person, so I need to kind of see it or watch it um, and really be able to absorb it and digest it.
0: Do you lean more towards Instagram or YouTube?
1: I'm probably more on Instagram, um, but I think there's a lot of insightful stuff on YouTube. I mean, Instagram videos are one minute at max, so there's not a whole lot of, you know, depth to it.
0: Have you jumped onto TikTok, the sensation of today? No. No.
1: I, I missed the boat on some of these. I don't have Twitter. I don't have TikTok. I don't have any of these.
0: Darn it. Oh, no. It's just mediums, you know? TikTok has a lot of memes on it and is popping at this current moment with the 10-year-olds. long live 10 10-year-olds. Everybody, at some point, they started off something. Like, Facebook started off by a certain group, and then it branches out to everybody Same with Instagram, post photographers, and so on. It's kind of a cool feature. I like text, like Twitter and Reddit kind of thing. Those are mine. My... Have you used Reddit? No.
1: I've used it, but I don't.
0: That's not your thing? Yeah. That's fair. If you were... This one's related, because soon I'm going to go in November to Seattle, take a little trip, right? Where are a couple of places you have gone to? What did you like about them, if you have gone to any places?
1: Um we've traveled a lot um we did jamaica last summer which was amazing
0: what's one cool thing about jamaica
1: or Um, one thing you remember
0: about
2: it?
1: just really the vibes of it people were so laid back and it was just it was a really cool environment
0: it was
2: awesome to
1: be a part of yeah Yeah. it was beautiful out there Mm -hmm. so we're um we're going to maldives next summer for our honeymoon so that's definitely something that's gonna be a cool experience i'm looking forward to
0: darn right that's neat yeah Are they far from each other? I don't actually know where they are on the map.
1: Maldives? Yeah. It's like 30 hours away.
0: Oh. What continent is that on?
1: It's an island kind of off of Africa-ish. Oh. It's pretty far out there. Sounds like it. Yeah.
0: But it's an island. We love islands out here. Yeah. You go to an island, you're like, boom, it's just my place, just me. North America is kind of like an island, but it's huge, so it doesn't have that same feel. We're
1: not quite an island. No.
0: (laughs) That's true. If you were going to start a podcast, what would it be called? What would it be about? Um, Sorry, I have so many thoughts and questions. To I don't know. I haven't thought it.
1: about it, but that I guess is a good reason why I don't have a podcast.
0: Oh man, snap! What category would it be in, though? That one without the um,
1: name? I would probably be in the health and you know something in the health and wellness sector, talking to other um, you know individuals, uh, probably people with different type, maybe like you know Reiki or yoga or different you know other type services.
0: You're more of a doer. I'm a doer. Yeah, I'm a. I always like to make stuff for many years. Yeah. Content of various kinds. I'm in Los Angeles area. What's one spot you like in the Los Angeles area?
1: Um I went to Beverly Hills a couple of weeks ago. I enjoyed that. Yeah? But yeah, I don't know. I haven't explored too much.
0: No. Well, there is Venice and it has a cool street and Main Street and then there is a uh, Pacific Palisades, it's kind of like a bubble of its own. And then Silver Lake and Los Feliz has a little bit of spirit and comedy and improv. And then downtown L.A. has some cool lounges and spots. That's the way I kind of think about it. And then Palace Verdes has a cool library.
1: I did not know that. I learned something new today. Yeah, it's
0: got cliffs too. Some people like the cliffs in the corner. And Lunada Bay, it's like a half half moon.
1: Interesting. I did not know that. I've never been there.
0: Inside information. There's cliffs. Very cool. Yeah. One last thing I want to include in this one. If you had a message to all people of the earth, what would it be regarding fitness? Start today,
1: really start today, because mm-hmm. um, people are so busy with putting it off till New Year's or putting it off till next summer. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't wait to love the body and you know love the skin that you're in. Mm-hmm. You can start today. You know, don't pick up French fries on the way home or don't have you know that extra beer tonight. Um, really watching the things you eat and drink, how much physical activity you're getting, um, and just really get yourself out there, make it happen.
0: I thought of something while you were describing that i would like to include this part i'm gonna be a random person coming to you as a fitness coach okay i'm gonna throw in all my you know confusion and such and then we'll see what your response would be okay hi my fitness has been poor lately i have been getting very large and i have not been doing activity much i need a way to fitness what would you say because i have just been lounging a lot not working out enough
1: um, so the first thing we'd look at, obviously, is her diet. We'd have you track full seven days of everything you eat and drink. Um, and then, I eat a lot. Well, we'd see the details. We'd see every cup of water you drink, literally every detail. Um, and start from there, and then really being able to add in the physical activity, get you on a, you know, a daily routine, whether you're going to be working out with me every day or you're going to go to the gym on your own, you're going to go swimming, to a boxing class. Whatever it is, um, so we fully lay out every single you know day and every single meal for clients.
0: Let's say I am eating thirty five hundred calories a day, and I should be eating twenty eight hundred. Are you going to look to reduce my caloric consumption or increase my fitness to make up for my large amount of eating? Both. Yeah.
1: Um, so it's not a one way street. You can't do one without the other. Um, I have a lot of people that come in and say, "Hey, I tried a nutrition plan, and I didn't lose any weight." Well, unless you're exercising, you're doing cardio, you're not going to lose weight from just changing your diet. But it's still, go, you know, same thing, you know, holds true. If you're exercising, but you haven't changed your diet, your body's also not going to transform. Mm-hmm. So it's really kind of those two things working synergistically together to get your body to change.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to do weight training, at least for the first few months. What do you suggest I do for those first few months? I just want to avoid weights for the first two months. <laughs> what so might i have do you
1: just you know on a cardio diet and you know really focus or a cardio plan and just really focusing on um you know getting as much aerobic exercise as you can as you can if you don't want to be lifting weights
0: it sounds like you'd want to focus on lifting weights at some point after that two months because that's an important thing yes
1: it's important to build muscle because muscle muscle metabolically active um so really to lose weight you need to build muscle mm-hmm.
0: okay i'm cutting out this large guy he's gone now back to me though um, if you don't see muscular gains for like two years and you're working out, what's probably the biggest reason?
1: Your diet. So not getting enough protein um, and also kind of the, you know, the weights and reps you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, for a guy to really build muscle, you're going to do more kind of short sets. You'll do like a five by five set mm-hmm. where you're doing maybe five to six reps for five sets um, and you're going to be maxing out your weight. Versus, you know, when I train female clients, we're going to be going maybe 15 to 20 reps for about two to three sets. So it's a completely different style of training.
0: Mm. Would it be better for somebody to do 50 minutes of this workout, this workout, this workout, this workout, light ones, just lightly moving back and forth, almost like cardio with weights? Or would it be better for them to do 20 minutes of pushing really hard on three weights, three different
1: it just depends, you know, what their goals are, what their fitness level is. Um, hmm. So we vary, obviously, depending on the client and what they're looking to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Makes sense. Five by five. I have heard that one before. That's a popular one. Am I right? Yes. That's pretty cool. Are you introverted or extroverted?
1: I think I'm more introverted. Mm-hmm.
0: And then maybe sensing, more concrete and sense of the physical world. That probably fits with, I mean, just, that's my guess. With that, I like. guess.
1: I'm not super sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not super sure what that entails.
0: Like, are you more like uh, constantly abstract thoughts or is it more like the physical world is what you...
1: I function very much in the physical world. Yeah. yeah. World. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a doer, so I, right. I like to have a checklist. I like to go start, you know... Process oriented. Absolutely.
0: Uh, thinking or feeling, which one guides your decision making?
1: Ooh, it's kind of a combination of both. I mean, I try to think it out, but as a woman, you know, you feel things, you're emotional. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of a combination of both.
0: Fair. And then uh, open-ended or like a deal closer? Like options open or more like things have to be structured?
1: I mean, I like structure, but I'm also, you know, always trying to grow and trying to expand and evolve. So I try a lot of new things. I'm always trying to expand my boundaries, expand my thoughts, um, you know, be open-minded to new thoughts and ideas.
0: Well, you messed up the whole thing, but the first two are IS. Oh. I can't do the second one, the third one, and the fourth one because it could be thinking or feeling and it could be judging or perceiving. It's somewhere there.
1: So I'm somewhere in the middle.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll go with maybe ISTJ solid ISTJ maybe ISTP is a common soccer player uh, type ISTP that's not bad but that's cool it's good to have a sense of like how you see the world I'm not as concrete so like I'll miss things in the world that other people notice obviously they just don't hit my brain as focused you know that's cool good we have covered a plethora of topics here which is a wonderful thing in this wonderful location, which is very nice and open and nobody around for noise or something like that. That's a cool thing. Kai, I want to thank you for having been on episode number 235 of the Armin Show podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: You know it. And we are out.